Greetings and salutations to our fine podcast audience. Hello, Hello everyone. We're back. We are, we back. are back. We are back. From, for us, 10 minutes ago. 10 minutes yeah, ago, we filmed yet. the other We're one. We're knocking these out today. But we are uh, Nathan's back. Nathan's going on vacation. That's right. I We're going to get this done. Where are you going, Nathan? To my house. <laughs> That's a vacation right there. That is a home. fine stay vacation. So, are you going to be with the kids without yes, the kids? Yes, we'll okay. be with the kids. So. Okay, he sounds so excited about <laughs> yeah. that. Didn't he? I am. It'll be good. Last time we last time we did a staycation, we had a really good time. So, are I'm you sure going to we'll go anywhere local? Uh, we've talked about maybe going to the aquarium or going to like Fernbank or something. Fun we went stuff. to the zoo back in March. Was the last time I did a mm-hmm. staycation. So we did the zoo and we did. The, there's a children's museum in in Atlanta that was fun. So we'll probably do that. My kids are really <laughs> excited about seeing a quiet place too. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> Man, which everyone gonna, probably thinks I'm a terrible parent. I bet. Well, I don't know if that's true. I will tell you this. I mean, yeah, I am a terrible parent, but <laughs> I, uh, we, my wife and I went saw the new Saw movie Ooh. on Saturday. And when we went, there were children in the thing wow. that couldn't have been older than five or six. Oh, and I thought, all right. I told Jennifer, I said, well, I guess we're doing all right then. Cause we take our kids, see all kinds of stuff. This is what's wrong with our society. That's right. This is what's wrong. But here's all I said to somebody. What I said, to, I was telling someone else's story and they said, Oh, I can't believe it. I said, but you know what? Those two parents are spending time with their kids. I got go. enough people who are talking about they never spend ain't enough people sitting around doing stuff right. with their kids. These people are watching faces get ripped, ripped off and with their it's kids. better than letting them watch it alone. That's right. There you go. So watch I don't know. People I ain't defending these parents. I don't know them. Now just... when they say to their parents, do you want to play a game? That's right. <laughs> now they know. So. Not today. <laughs> so there you go. All right. Headlines. Everybody excited oh, about yay. headlines? Yay. I need yay. theme music. I need some theme music. Didn't uh what's what his name? That? Uh David Letterman, didn't he have headlines? Or no, no I Jay, think Leno. Jay Leno. Jay Leno had headlines. Leno. I know he had a theme song. Did I'm he? sure he did. Song. I should who have was, one. They, who was uh, He had that dude to play guitar. Yeah, Kevin something. I don't remember his name. Oh, I don't yeah, remember yeah, anything. Yeah, I just I remember saying who his musical guy was, but it was Kevin something, I something. think. But then he changed when he came back. Oh, did and then he, he had oh uh, Marsalis. What's his name? Oh, did he really? Yeah, Wenton Marsalis. Wow. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yep. Anyway, I saw Paul Schaefer on something the other day, and I thought, look at there, Paul Schaefer. Love Paul Schaefer. <laughs> that was my favorite of the band leaders. Yeah. So, okay. Here's my first headline, and uh, this one you'll love, Ed, because it involves animals. <laughs> I do love animals. <laughs> Ed for loves everybody. animals. I love animals. He? In fact, both headlines involve animals. All right. All right. These are right up my alley. Puppy comes this close to becoming alligator food until Florida man saves the day. What website did you get that used the term this close in the headline? It's it's weird headlines. Oh, well, there you go. Actually, I, I won't say. It, but they're true. They're, it's okay. a reputable site. This close. Reputable site. But it's a, a, so basically, uh, there's an eight-month-old lab, Labrador retriever. His name was Jake. Or oh, good old Jake. Jake. He didn't know that. He, he was, uh, he was uh, in Hollywood, Florida. Uh, and uh, an alligator, I guess he's hanging out near the water, and an alligator comes up, grabs the puppy, and goes into one of those death rolls. Oh, yeah. So Jake's owner, his name is Mike, dives into the water, wrestles the gator, saves the puppy, pulls him out of the jaws of the alligator, and saves them both, and they both come out just fine. When he says save them both, the gator and the puppy no, well, are okay? Everybody's okay. The man and the puppy needed stitches. Um, they weren't seriously injured, um, but the way the guy said, he says, I thumbed him in the eye 
and I picked him up out of the water so that he couldn't go anywhere until he let the dog go, and he saved his puppy. This doesn't sound like news. This sounds like a letter to the editor by like somebody's grandpa that was like, one time I saw someone that I thought was Burt Reynolds. That's my headline. He or, wasn't Burt Reynolds, but I thought he was Burt Reynolds. Or somebody that That's my story. Go, I had my pet gator down in the pond swimming, and this man attacked him with his puppy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I'm, so here's the question that it raised for me is, would any of us do? Nope. No. <laughs> this guy nope. did. No. I love my dog, but in facing an alligator, I, I don't I think. I would have said, you know what? Uh, what's the number to the pound? Yeah. <laughs> There's <laughs> Where more Where do we get the next dog? I, because the, this is life. I mean, you can die from this. And from an alligator? Was it, yes. Was it really worth it? I mean, but I, I guess people say, well, it was because he saved him. I guarantee you there are people that he are watching our him. podcast right now that it, are very, would do very, it, very upset with us that we're not going to yes. go save that Labrador. Yeah. I'm just going to go out on limb and say I wouldn't have. <laughs> I, I would not. That's a, that's a really strong I think I would. Yeah, I don't think I'd go at, go at an alligator just in general. Wow. I, yeah, I don't like. I that. guess for my, my child. I would the other thing that struck me as I read the headline was, and if you're not familiar, you know, there's like a, a Twitter account called Florida Man. I oh yes, that. yeah. And and it had Florida, and there's it, basically this Twitter account just pulls out all these stories that are out there that start with a Florida man, and they're ridiculous stories. And here's one diving in, saving a puppy from. Oh, an yeah, alligator. if you Google your birthday with the words Florida man, there's some some, some headline of yeah. something that happened on your birth. Not, I don't think you. I don't think you put your birth year. I think you just put like mine would be March second, Florida man, and mm-hmm. it'll pull up some something. story yep. in Florida of some man doing something. Give that a shot, right? You're gonna do it. As, right. as you uh, keep talking. As the uh, Breakfast Club host, Charlemagne the God always says, the craziest people in all the world come from Brooklyn and all of Florida, ah. all of Florida. So well, right. that's what Charlemagne says. I stand by it. Mm. So Florida, crazy place. Wow. Okay, that it, was our it, first dog story. Yeah, Do we have a second dog story? We, no, we have a we have a pet story on the second one. But I'm gonna let see if Ed no, you has go found ahead. his. I'm, I'm, you you're know, gonna, gonna keep going. All you right. Keep so going. I'm gonna move on to the second headline for today. Um, can I read this word? It's it's uh, some people consider it mild cursing. Um, so I'll just warn okay. people. This mild. Florida man arrested for assaulting girlfriend. Oh, that's not birthday. Wild dressed, that's not good. While dressed as. That's all the... Let's see what he's dressed as. As dressed as... As as a dinosaur. (laughs) No, he doesn't. As a dinosaur. Probably one of those Tyrannosaurus Rex costumes. Uh, There you go, right there. They can't read that. They can't. Florida man arrested for allegedly assaulting girlfriend while dressed as a dinosaur. First part, not good. to all our listeners in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. You know it. You live there. (laughs) Too busy out fighting gators. I was about to say, they're not listening Uh, to this. And assaulting each other as dinosaurs. That's right. Now, unfortunately, this next headline, I don't have the video for you to watch, but you can just go Google it, and I guarantee you, you can find it. Jason says um, mild mild cursing coming ahead. Yeah, so here's the headline. It, it, it made me laugh. Hide your wife, hide your kid. Badass cat leaps from fifth floor of burning building and struts off like a boss. <laughs> struts off like I, a boss. I'm, I agree with that. Yeah. What, what part do you agree with? The whole thing. <laughs> Who's he, disagreeing about that, this? That he's one badass. No. <laughs> I, that's a badass cat. There and you it, go. And I watched the video. There's video of this. There's a cat, and, and you can see the smoke coming out of the window. 
cat comes flying out of the fifth floor and the camera follows him down. <laughs> yeah. He he hits the ground and he gets up and he walks off. But isn't that like Cat 101 that they can go out of anything like I've on never feet? seen a cat fall that's this a long far. way. That's a I it's guess. a long just watch the video. It's a long way. That feels though like that, You know what can't happen? You can't jump out of No, I didn't story. say that. I but me and a cat can't do I, mean, I can't do a lot of things a cat can do. All I mean is this sounds like one of those stories that comes out of like an old like 1960s movie set, you know, cuz they had horrible things they would do to animals. Like Milo and Otis, <laughs> the scene with the with the scene with the bear None of that is fake. They just kept like filming. They would just send little puppy dogs out. The bear would do what the bear would do now, to now the Now you're puppy. traumatizing people. I'm maybe. just saying it's horrifying the things that used to happen. And this sounds like were they filming a video? They're right. lucky Mike from Florida wasn't there. He'd have rescued that <laughs> he puppy. Was. He from the bear. that building. <laughs> hey, I got that bear. I want to make clear. I, that little puppy I don't even too. like Milo and Otis. It's a terrible movie, but. That's wow. a true story. I don't even know what that is. Did I take Milo and Otis? Movie? No, it's it's. It, <laughs> I remember. It. I think it's from like 1970 or 1960. It's a dog it's, and a cat. It's a dog and a cat that go if on adventures in the, in the 70s, wilderness. There's a reason I don't remember. Yeah. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dog now, and a cat that go on now adventures. Now it's all clear to me. And at one point they face off against a bear of some kind, and that's the apparently the story is they. They filmed these dogs, and then they wouldn't do anything to protect the animals, and they just had like a bunch of the dogs that kind of looked the same, and they just like okay. Were any animals harmed in the making of that? That's movie? what I mean. I think that's why they now say because Milo, because of Disney. There you go. Go after oh, Disney. No, that's no, a we, thing. Right, the happiest place on the earth. Actually, we can't say go after Disney because then Disney will come after us, True. and then we'll have a lot of trouble with that. They so already own. They we can destroy us. We bought the Community Christian Podcast. Yes. <laughs> yes. We, but, but Google, we would like to be purchased. Yes, yeah, so watch WandaVision. Watch WandaVision. Uh, <laughs> the Mandalorian season three coming out soon. Let's hope so. But Google the cat jump uh, falling out of the fifth story window. It, it's quite entertaining. Or don't. So. Jason's getting us in trouble with all these animal headlines. There'll be people very upset by that, that in this episode. I'm just going to say that. Well, I'll, I'll just say to you again, if you decide to talk to me about this when you see me in person, be aware, I will not know what you're talking no, about. No, and even <laughs> if you come and say, on the podcast, you said something about an animal, he'll say, okay. <laughs> you can show him a clip of what happened, and he'll say, mm-hmm. So it's not things just from the 70s that you no. don't remember. It's like everything. It very well may be possible that things from the 70s is why he can't remember anything right now. We should do a podcast of just Ed's memories from the 70s. <laughs> things, things. things that happened in the 70s. Do you remember? That's what I say. It's be a very short podcast. You name the two things you remember that happened in the 70s. Nice. All right. Like well, that. I will come back. I next remember week. a lot of memories of clubs I played in. Well, there you go. We they all, Jason. Roughly... You probably have more memories of the seventies <laughs> with your whatever. What four years of life? Six, six years of life in the seventies. Yeah. I had six years in the seventies. There you go. I yeah. also had six. years. <laughs> <laughs> probably <That's> true. true. <laughs> you were doing good to get that much. I will say, just to redeem us, there were no animals harmed in the making of this video, so we Precisely. can say that. And I and I promise, uh, next week my headlines will not involve animals. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> I will try not. Well, to. I feel set up. Okay. All right, on to the questions for the day. Listener questions. Listener questions. All right, we've got a couple. And um, again, you guys continue to send. In fact, I've got I've got another question waiting that we couldn't get to today. Wow! That will come next week, hopefully. Ooh. It and says, so, "Will you please stop talking about animals stop on headlines?" <laughs> so uh, keep sending them in. The link is in the description. You can send those anonymously, or you can tell you us, can tell who, us you who you are. 
and we would talk to you. Yes, directly. So, yeah. Say in your name. So, all right. So this week we've got two, and I want to just preface the first one because uh, this one's, I think, pretty pretty serious, and we're going to try and bring levity to that because I, I get that the person who asked this question is asking a very emotional question for them. We're not going to bring levity to it. We're not. Did I say You said one? we will, and you I said thought, we will. I thought, I thought well, I if it's serious, thought, we shouldn't bring levity. All right, I'm leaving this one all to Jason. That's right. <laughs> I misspoke. I meant to say not. And uh, like I should say very plain, being very serious. We do like to joke around, but we get when people send us some emotional questions. Absolutely. We want to handle that very sensitively uh, out of love for you and, yep. for, and thankfulness for you sending in that question. We yep. are thankful that you did. And so we're going to do our best to do that today. So, all right, here's the question. Very straight to the point. Is it bad that I'm gay? Everyone keeps saying I'm gross. Is it gross to God? Mm. First right. of all, I'm sorry that people are saying that to you. Yes, that <laughs> you know, I just want to apologize if those people, especially if those people are Christians. I am very sorry that they have said that to you. Yes, um, you are not gross. Yeah, and no, you're or not, gross to God. You're That's certainly right. not gross to God. Yeah, I think in I don't once again I don't know when this is playing, but there's a, a sermon coming up that I'm doing where we say in the point that you were made in goodness to show the goodness of God, mm. and so no matter who you are, you are made. In goodness, uh, God made you. When God made you, he said, that's good. Mm. Um, but all of us, all of us in, in different ways, um, are, are have there's the image of God in us, but then there's other things in us as well. But you, as a person, are yeah. made in goodness. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, uh, we were talking as we uh, were preparing to talk about this because we did want to treat this with, uh, you know, the right kind of gravity because uh, a real person asked this and uh, it sounds like you've already been hurt and we, mm-hmm. we would not want to add to that. No. The difficulty is is this topic is so, is so sensitive in our culture that it really doesn't matter where you stand on this topic. There are very few words that you can use mm-hmm. that... Uh, couldn't possibly be taken in a way that would be offensive. And, uh, you know, I wish we were sitting down and talking because then you could ask me what I meant. You could ask Jason, Nathan, what they meant. And I hope you would hear that there was no offense. We were not attending, even if it sounds, if we use words in a way that make it sound that way, we were not intending to offend anybody on any part of this discussion uh, in any way, mm-hmm. and particularly, we want you to know that when we say, uh, and we say this a lot around community Christian, that uh, no matter what you think about God, God can't stop thinking about you, and He only has good intent for you. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I know for sure about God is, no matter, no matter what, He is for you. Mm-hmm. No matter what you've done, no matter what anybody else says about you, He is for you. He is constantly moving toward you. And I believe this is true about our church, that so are we. Mm-hmm. We, we are completely mm-hmm. for you uh, no matter what, and we will go to any lengths that we can to try to help you uh, see that. Uh, we don't intend any offense. Now, there's a, we've, I, I hope we've helped you on the back part of that uh, to say, are you gross? Does God think I'm gross? That's not true. That's right. The first part you asked, say it the way they asked it. The question was, is it bad that I'm gay? 
you know, I would want to say to you, if, if having same-sex attraction is not in it of itself a it's not a, it's not bad. There's nothing in the Bible that says mm-hmm. the attraction. The attractions are just attractions. That's right. Yeah, so. yeah. And well, and when you talk about a, attraction, attraction is something that I see or perceive that I'm drawn to in in some way, shape, or form. And um, when I think when we talk about is something that and the, the difficult and I think we all kind of feel going around this is as you've already talked about with language is. Um, the question itself is fairly short. We don't want to make a lot of assumptions right. about um, in the person who wrote this or anything. So I think when we try to talk about even saying the goodness of who you are as a person in all of this, we are talking about God's definition ultimately of good, that when God looks at you, he says, you are good, you're made in goodness, um, I love you, I'm for you. And then when you ask is it bad that I'm gay? I would assume, but I'm trying not to assume, that the question you're asking is, is it wrong or is it sinful? But I think since you've used the word bad, the easier question to answer is, is it, would it be good? Would it be God's intent? Would it be what, what, what uh, God would want in a situation? And that's, I think that's where um, we have to answer the question. And I don't want to, I don't want anybody to feel like we're dodging by talking about attraction. So just to be as plain as I can, the Bible's pretty clear, I think, that any sexual activity, mm-hmm. not not attraction, but any sexual activity that is outside of a man and a woman who are married to each other. Right. That that's not God's intent for humanity nor sex. That sex is intended for a man and a woman who are married to each other. And so if that's what you're asking, what does the Bible say about homosexual uh sex? That's not God's intent. It it's viewed in the Bible it's said in the Bible it's sinful. Right. Which would mean in, in the terms, once again, we, and this is, we don't want to make assumptions, but when you talk about bad and good, what the Bible makes clear is sin is anything that is not God's intent for how things should go, for the way humans flourish and the way that works. And so, as we've said, it would be sinful, but that does not correlate to, to gross, identity. right, to your identity. In fact, the word, you know, abomination, as I understand it, you know, people, maybe that's what somebody meant. Because I could see how somebody really loosely could say, the Bible says it's an abomination, and that word means gross. Well, you're gross. That's not what that means. It really had to do with, in the place of the Old Testament, it means ceremonially unclean. Mm -hmm. Well, the part of that means is you can be ceremonially cleansed. It, right. It because the same thing is true of other things listed in oh, that yeah. pa- pa- passage is it's listing things that are ceremonially unclean before God. It's not meaning permanently that you once this has happened you're forever gross to God. Right. That's not, not what it means. And honestly, whoever said that probably hasn't looked too closely at that list if they threw off on you and didn't also have a little bit come back on themselves. Well, and I think that's a part of when we talk about sin in general 
And I can see how certainly if someone has told you that because this is sinful, that means you're gross. We tend to think of sin as if it is, and I don't want to use the word offensive because I could see how it would be offensive, but in the terms of it's gross to God, like God looks at it and goes, ooh, I don't want to look at that. But the truth would be, if that's the case, then it's equally applied across all sin. Yeah. But what we understand is that, and this is what I was trying to hint on the, hit on the God's intent, is that God looks at sin and says, this in some way is keeping you from flourishing in the way that you need to, to have the kind of life that ultimately is best for you. And that sin hurts God in the sense of, yeah, because it hurts us. And because he, just like when I see my children making decisions or, or, or doing something that is hurting them, my heart hurts for them, but I never look at them and say, gross. Mm, I, oh, I can't, you know, I can't believe you, you would do that. Now there may have been times as a sinful human myself that I've got, oh, I can't believe you did that, but that wasn't coming from love. That's right. What love always drives me to when I look at my children who are doing something that is harmful to them or is keeping them from flourishing is I want to help. And as you said, cleanse, I want to make them better. And so when God looks at our sin of any kind, gross is not the, um, I don't know what, feeling. Yeah. So, so I want to make sure that you understand if we have in any way not answered your question and you think we've dodged, we, didn't, we weren't intending to dodge. No or we've offended you, we really would like to hear from you. And I mean, you can continue to reach out anonymously if that's best, but we'd love to talk to you so that we can have a dialogue and help you understand. But you're not, you're not hated by God. You're not disgusting to God. You're that definitely sure. not hated by us. You're not Absolutely hated by not. us as well. Yeah. So. All right. All right. Thank, thanks again for that question. Absolutely. Giving us a chance. And to speak for to listening. Yeah. I, mean, yes. I don't know how much you listen or. Mm-hmm. Well, there's you. certainly a lot of, bravery on your part yeah, sure. if you have felt wounded at all by anybody who's told you it's gross to continue to engage yep all right uh next question and uh really quick question um so that see, doesn't mean we will be quick doesn't about mean we're gonna be the quick because there's a lot of there's a lot of nuance in this one as well sure uh real real simply should new christians read the old testament should new christians read the old testament I, I, I would not tell anybody not to read the Old Testament. I wouldn't either. But yeah. honestly, I would say this is also true about parts of the New Testament. I would never tell a new Christian that, uh, hey, you want to you wanna begin to follow Jesus? Go read the book of Revelation. Right. Hmm. Uh, or Hebrews. Or Hebrews. <laughs> or honestly, or, uh, several of Paul's letters. Of Paul's letters I, would yeah. not, I would not say... I. The place new Christians need to start since you are following Jesus is you need to understand Jesus. And I don't mean just sort of get an idea who he is. You need to, you need to know Jesus. You need yeah. to really, really know Jesus. Hmm. So in our discipling process around here, which drives some long-term people who think, you know, I got to get through the Bible, we read Jesus a lot. Yeah. yeah. We read Jesus because he's who we're following, and you need to know what he is like. It reminded the question actually reminded uh, me of my many, many, many failed attempts in my life to read the Bible uh, when I was younger, especially. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would start in January, 
and I'd get me one of those one-year Bibles, oh, yeah. and I would start reading, and I'd go through Genesis. and I'd, Genesis is pretty good. I'd do pretty good in Genesis, and in Exodus, I'd start getting a little trouble, and by the time I got to Leviticus, I was done. You're done. Yeah. And I was toast, and I'd never get any farther because it was so, it was plotting, and it was so detailed, and there was so much in there. And, um, and I came from a tradition that drilled into me that, all scriptures, God's scripture, and it, and it's all equal, and you should read it all, and 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 there's truth in that. There he is. But, <laughs> and it took a while for me to actually say this out loud without feeling like I was a heretic. But all scripture is not created equal. That's right. And right? once I finally got through that, uh, got over that issue, I realized that there are there are places, like you said, places to begin to help me get a good foundation, and then I can see the rest of Scripture for what it really is. See, now when I read Leviticus and Deuteronomy and some of the minor prophets in the Old Testament, I read them through the lens of Jesus, yes. and they they are different. Not, yeah. I'm not saying they're any more entertaining because they're still tough, yeah. but I see them through that prism, or, and I see the, the many colors that Jesus brings to it. Well, and you can see the apostles themselves, Paul and Peter and the guys who write the letters that we have from, they are taking passages from the Old Testament, and honestly, it, it was hard for me in the early days to see it because I had had drilled into me early when I became a Christian, don't take verses out of context, mm. And they completely rip mm -hmm. verses out of context, mm -hmm. unless you understand that the whole context of the Bible is Jesus. Right. Yes. They don't rip anything out of the context of Jesus. In fact, they take passages and they put them into context for New Testament followers about Jesus, that it all points to Jesus. Mm -hmm. But if you start over there and, you know, you begin to think... Yeah, yeah, well, this is something that I think weird ideas. Yeah, there are yeah. a lot of weird ideas that originate with people saying, "Yeah, I know Jesus, but over in Ezekiel, he says right. this thing." Right. And yep, I was just about to say that's been the challenge for me in helping people understand the faith, the Christian faith. I just did this in an email today with somebody who asked me a question about something that they obviously had read in the Old Testament, or, or just in the something they had read in the Bible and said, how could God do that? And every single time I get a question like that, I always say, what you need to do is look at Jesus and, and tell me, would Jesus do that? Right. Do, is that the way that you see Jesus responding to people like that? And if you can't possibly see Jesus doing the thing that you think God is doing here, then maybe you're reading that wrong. Yeah, because it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean which what I've seen people do is, okay, you're right, we are through Jesus, so that means this part of the Old Testament I can just ignore, and no. it may not even be inspired. No, yeah. that it means you just haven't seen it right yet. Yes, that's right. That it doesn't mean it's any less inspired, it just means it's not, it it does not stand apart from the light of Jesus shining on it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, and I think it's important how we how we understand the Old Testament. You know, you, we say on here all the time that the Bible's unified story points to Jesus. It's under it's understanding that the Old Testament is really um, it, it in the way that it points to Jesus is it's helping us to understand what Jesus is trying to do. Mm -hmm. uh, and we can't really separate what Jesus was trying to do from what the Old Testament tells us about it because then we also at the same time get 
weird ideas about Jesus that we, we had a conversation in the last one. I thought about bringing this up, but I didn't want to confuse. But in the last one, we talked about death and atonement theories. Mm-hmm. If, if you don't understand that Jesus was coming as the completion of Israel's story, mm. you tend to just think God just randomly decided to come as a person, get himself killed and mm-hmm. raised from the dead as if, and we had a conversation of, uh, or a question a few ones back about why is Jesus' resurrection different than the other people who came? Mm-hmm. Well, it's because it's the completion of another story. And so the Old Testament is useful to us in the sense that we understand uh it's not only pointing to Jesus, it's helping to explain that when Jesus comes and says, this is the year of the Lord's favor, that is all, the only way you can understand what that means is by what the Old Testament means by it, that he's setting yep. captives free and he's yeah. coming, that there's this whole idea that's based around it. And so that part's important, but as we've said, you don't start with the context, you start right with Jesus and who Jesus is, and then you can get these more beautiful pictures as you as you come out from it and understand more. And I think we have these conversations a lot around here with the way that we teach children's stories. There tends to be a way in the Old Testament that we really point to people and we think the point of any given story is we're supposed to do what that person did. And I even mean in small stories like uh, David and Goliath that uh, God's going to help me conquer the giants in my life and yeah. that I can go and I can do any of that. That's not the point of that no. story. The point of that story is something God did mm-hmm. um, and that David was just trusting in God. But we take these things and we go, so if you're, I mean, no one's actually saying if you can run across a giant, go get some smooth stones. Like <laughs> no one's saying that part, but it is the way we talk about it. You can be brave or you can be this. It's you can trust that the God who killed giants and raised Jesus from the dead yes. will also, you know what I mean? That all these stories, because when I tell the stories to, to my kids, and I know we do this here as well, we don't leave out a lot of the other parts. So we tell, when I tell them the story about David and Goliath, I always end up by going, and they say, wow, David was a great man. I said, he was. And then he took advantage of a woman mm-hmm. and he killed her husband. Mm-hmm. And the whole point is, the whole time you're reading the Old Testament, you look at Abraham and you go, wow, this is God's chosen one. And you go, oh, he messed it up. And then you go, oh, here's Moses and he's God's chosen one. Oh, he messed it up. Oh, here's David. And God said, this is a man after his own heart. And he's going to, Nope, he messed it up. It turns out all of these people who did, God used to do some amazing things. They weren't the ones who got it right. That they are always pointing to the new and better Adam and the new and better Moses and the new, that that's who Jesus, Jesus came and was able to do what they couldn't do. I try to say to people that the, looking at Jesus, if you had to put together a 50,000 piece puzzle and you only had the puzzle pieces, you're going to have a really, really hard time. Mm. But if somebody gave you a chance to see the picture, right, and you could stare at the picture until it was deeply ingrained in your head, you have a better chance of putting that puzzle together. Yep. Jesus is the picture. right? He is the complete picture. All of the rest of this is pointing to him. It is building to him. But if you start with any little piece and go, huh, Shellfish is bad, huh? Right. Mm, yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, and, and yep, certain, that's right. Certainly, in Jesus' time, we see this. The Pharisees have these problems. Anytime Jesus does something, and it's clear, God just did this, right? It's a miracle, or it's some teaching. They said he taught with authority. They couldn't understand. And then the Pharisees go, "Yeah, but you know, Moses said, or yeah, but you know, David said." And he's like, "Guys, what are you talking about?" 
Like, look at, you will see from me, Moses and Abraham and David, they were looking forward to me. Mm-hmm. You're, you're so focused on what you think. You're, you're missing the point of your own. Because he says that to uh, Nicodemus at one point, right? When Nicodemus comes, he talks to him and he goes, aren't you a teacher of Israel and you can't figure yeah. these things well, out? He says you to know them at stuff? some point, you, you study the, the scriptures. You search the scriptures, they point to me. Right, right. he's like, you've missed them. <laughs> you, you've read the scripture and you thought Moses was the hero. You missed that. God was the hero, and he kept helping Moses, who's messing everything up. That's what I feel every time now, and we're right in the middle of another big blow-up between Israel and Hamas, and Mm. it's terrible. And Mm -hmm. we should be praying for all the people that are being killed in this terrible war, Mm -hmm. and people keep thinking the point of the Bible is Israel. Right. No. Mm. No, Jesus came to fulfill that covenant. He Mm -hmm. said it it is finished Mm -hmm. it is completed it Mm -hmm. is fulfilled and the new covenant is for the whole world yeah right so it's like you missed i got you got that part really clear there is a covenant between god and israel yes that that's true good job finished now (laughs) read about the new covenant Mm -hmm. the the new covenant it's the new covenant is the light on the old covenant the reason Mm-hmm. I think I heard uh, Andy Stanley recently say, you know, if 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 I they allowed me to redo the Bible, <laughs> it was joking. He said I would put new titles on the Old and New Testament. He said I would call the Old Testament God's covenant with the nation of Israel, and then I'd start the New Testament God's covenant with the whole world. Exactly. Yeah. He said because that's what we're reading when we yeah. read those two testaments. So mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that. Back to the questioner, it doesn't mean that the Old Testament should be thrown out or disregarded. It is one part of the greater it's story. It's what delivered Jesus to us. Exactly. It, it deli- and Jesus fulfilled it for the purpose yes. that it was given. Mm-hmm. But it is not, anyway, the answer to the question, should a new believer, I would say no to a brand new believer. That's the heart of the question. Should yeah. a new believer spend a lot of time in the Old Testament? No, not until you really, really, really know Jesus. Well, but mm-hmm. you should never ignore it. You that's should right. not ignore it because that's not, it was the context that brought us. And can we say this? This is a question you didn't ask, but I want to throw out there as well, because I, I had this thought I was going to say, unless, but then I decided not to say the unless. I just want to say this part. I also feel like a new believer should read the Bible with others. Because oh, yes. I was going to say, unless you're going to read the Old Testament with somebody who can say, now let me show, because I do that with my daughters. Yeah. We do read the Old Testament, and I say, now let me tell you what you're missing yes. about Jesus here. But I think that even when you're reading the New Testament, don't just... You can. This is not. This is not saying that common people shouldn't read the Bible. This is saying that the point of the Bible was to be read in community. Absolutely. It, it, obviously, if a person is on a desert island by themselves and <laughs> get the Bible, God's going to, as we said, another one, accommodate you wherever yes. you are. But His intent was for you to be in in a community. Because going back to what you said, or what you just said about the covenant with Israel, the covenant mm-hmm. with the world, the point of the Old Testament is God always intended there to be a new society mm. that he would come to a person but he did and we often say that he came to Abraham and he did come to Abraham but he came to Abraham who already had a family and he said I want you to see how this works out with you and your wife right and then Abraham even though he's supposed to leave his father's house so took a bunch of those people anyway and <laughs> he goes you operate this way with them then he gets the nation of Israel and says this is what it would look like if this if a whole society ordered their way they didn't do that right then he comes to Jesus, or he comes through Jesus, but then he 
the rest of the Bible is about the church, which is supposed to be God's new society. So all of this is to say, when you read the Old Testament or the New, read it in community, mm-hmm. talk to other people, say, where do we see Jesus in this? Mm-hmm. Right. And what is he telling us about how we should live or should not live? I always have people come up to me that have had this many times throughout the years, and they'll say, you know, I love when I come to church and, or I go to a small group and we read the Bible together and people like you or somebody in the group brings out something that I didn't know before and I learn something and, it, and the scriptures come alive to me. I wish I could just do that when I read it all by myself. Mm-hmm. Like that is the non-preferred way to understand Yeah, yeah that's scripture. a feature, not a bug. That's right. <laughs> They're saying, I, I, how do I get that by myself? And I go, no. That was baked in. The way that you just experienced learning God's word the way He intended it to be yeah. by people who studied and learned things or experienced things, and they share their experience, and then you do the same with them, and then the scriptures are going to come alive. You just dis- discovered God's plan A for that whole yeah. thing. So well, the funny that, part to me is I have some people in my life that go, "No, I get way more of it studying it by myself," mm. and then they tell me. I get out my commentaries. Oh, so you're not with not, yourself. Yes. You're just with a bunch of dead people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you bring out your That's dead right. people, and That's they right. talk to you. So that, wrote, yeah. They wrote books. Oh, yep. you're not alone. Yeah. So that's a great – glad you brought that up, Nathan. I appreciate you being able to And we have discipleship groups where you can do yes, that. That's absolutely. You, we have would groups love that to help you are get designed to do that. Yes. All right. Great questions. Hopefully great podcast. <laughs> we will see. Uh, send us more, and we'll be back next week. We'll answer some more of your questions and non-animal headlines. Oh, okay. I'll do my best. Baseball headlines. Hopefully. Well, those might not be funny. We'll see. Uh, I'll find some. All right. Tune All right. in next week. See ya. <laughs>